Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Zach Wilson bashing needs to end here. I mean, this is ridiculous here, what we're doing as a town. Now, nobody's saying he's going to be the savior, guaranteed. Nobody knows that at this particular point. But the idea that after one bad game, one bad game, the guy's basically still a rookie. He has started 18 games in his NFL career. What do you expect? Especially when they haven't let him loose just yet exactly. Not to mention he's got a... Head coach who was in his second year as a head coach, who was not an offensive guy. You have a young offensive coordinator in the floor. What do you expect? My goodness. I mean, I am, I'm honestly surprised. I know I shouldn't be, but I am surprised at how many Jeff fans are so quick to bury Zach Wilson. He's not Sam Darnold. This is different. You should be able to see that and notice it. He makes mistakes, sure. Every quarterback makes mistakes. Are Zach Wilson's you know ter- mistakes terrible at times? Absolutely. But let's not make it like, oh, the kid doesn't have it. He hasn't played one full season yet. My God, and the idea that it's even a story that, oh, Robert Sala had to come out today and say that Zach Wilson's going to be our quarterback. They're not considering a QB change this season. I'd hope not. They just drafted him last year with the number two overall pick. They're going to change quarterbacks because of Mike White? Come on, guys. Come back to me here. I'm all for overreacting and having fun and exaggerating things and trying to make stories out of nothing. This is beyond absurd. You want to criticize Zach Wilson for a poor performance on Sunday? That's more than fair game. He wasn't very good. He made three horrible decisions with the football. Can't do that. Can't just make lazy throws like that, float him into the air, and hope for the best. Now, if he doesn't learn from these mistakes, then that's going to be a problem. Right now, he's still learning. He's in the very early you know, process here early on in the process of learning what it takes to become an NFL quarterback. And I still say, as I said yesterday morning, while you were sleeping, we discussed it where this to me is more on the coaches. It's their job to put Zach Wilson in a position to succeed. It is their job to get through to him, to tell him what needs to be done and what he can't do at the NFL level. That is on them as coaches That's what they need to do. Now, if he isn't listening and they're not getting through, then there's a big problem. A big problem on both ends. Him for not listening, them for not being able to get through to him. But this is part of the issue with the Jets hiring a young, inexperienced, defensive-minded head coach, a young, inexperienced offensive coordinator along with it, and trying to develop not only a young quarterback, but an entire roster that is young. And this this other narrative that, oh, the Jets now are ahead of Zach Wilson. B.S. The Jets aren't that good. 
I had people telling me today, and we're debating this in the newsroom at SAY, oh, if Zach Wilson wasn't the quarterback, the Jets would be 7-1. and one. What? what on earth are you talking about? The Jets are lucky that they got a win against Cleveland. The Jets are lucky that they didn't face Tua Tugavailoa and the Miami Dolphins. I, I'm all for the Jets. I'm rooting for the Jets. I've been a believer in the Jets this year, going into the year. Pick their over. I was a believer in them before the season got going. I thought they could be a playoff team. We had When I filled in for Boomer and Geo with Jerry, we had Ian Eagle on. I was talking about, hey, you look at the Jets roster. They're loaded with talent here. Could they be a surprise team in the playoffs? And the overall feeling was not yet. They're not there yet. It's year two. We need to relax. I got news for you. I hate to break it to you. The Jets aren't that good. They're better, significantly better than what they've been. They're not that good yet. And they've got problems, whether it's with the head coach or the offensive coordinator or with the young quarterback or losing Vera Tucker and losing Brees Hall, Elijah Moore. These are problems. Think about it. Three guys who are supposed to be a key part of this year's offense, Vera Tucker, Brees Hall, and Eli Moore, are not contributing. Now, obviously, two of them hurt. Eli Moore, his ego's hurt. I don't know what his friggin' problem is. He was supposed to be a stud coming out of college, and, oh, look at this guy. He's got the right mentality. He's going to be a star. Hey, all of a sudden, they don't throw him the ball. <laughs> oh, they don't throw him the ball. I want to be traded. Oh, good. Get the hell out of here. You're useless anyway. And that's from me, who's I, I've been a backer in Elijah Moore since he got drafted. I love that draft pick. Took him on my fantasy team two years in a row. I believe in him, the player. I don't know what has gotten into him, but it's ridiculous. Anyway, the Jets have issues here. They have talent. They have some weapons. They have a chance, but they have issues. They are 5-3 and and fortunate to be that. And they had no business winning that Cleveland game. All right, but they won it. Pittsburgh stinks. No, Miami, no Tua, again, third-string quarterback. And Green Bay's proven not to be very good. Now, I'm not trying to take wins away from the Jets because look at years past where the Jets didn't win any games. They weren't competitive, and they didn't win any games. So I get it that you want to get excited about what's gone on with this team. But let's not make it like Zach Wilson is holding them back. That is not the case. There are a litany of reasons why the Jets aren't on that next level. And by the way, when they go against Bill Belichick, the number one reason is their coach is always overmatched. Always. How the special teams do? So we're going to overlook the special teams performance on Sunday and just focus on three interceptions? I got news for you. There have been plenty of games in the NFL's history where quarterbacks have thrown three interceptions and their team has still won the football game. And what about the stupid penalty that continues to happen? We're going to forget that? Oh, yeah, but that can't happen. It did change the game. Yeah, all right, so it changed the game, so let's focus on it. Another stupid penalty. Whose fault is that? Is that Zach Wilson's fault? I mean, I got to come on here and be an apologist for Zach Wilson now. All I'm doing is giving you the facts here. Did he play a good game? Absolutely not. And even worse, maybe worse comments afterwards. Oh, it's frustrating throwing the ball away. Yeah, Zach, we get it. 
Welcome to the club. This is not John Madden football. And it's also frustrating punting, but you know what? You do it. I mean, you have to. Nobody wants to punt, ever. There's not a coach alive that wants to, well, maybe Joe Judge. Outside of him, there's not a coach alive that wants to punt. It's frustrating, but you do it. So Zach has to understand why, and the coaches have to get him to understand why and hold him accountable, not just hand him the keys and say, oh, here you go. Now, part of what's going on with the Jets last year, this year, is the development of Zach Wilson. It's year two, and it hasn't even been a full season. you got to calm down on the expectations here. We need to relax and understand the Jets will be just fine. Believe it or not, they will be just fine. And eventually, not this year, maybe by the end of this year, but certainly next year, we're going to know definitively one way or another about both the quarterback and the coach. But let's not make it like the quarterback is the lone problem with this team. I mean, they did just lose their star running back and a key piece, if not the key piece, on the offensive line is the key piece on the offensive line. We're going to forget all that. We'll forget the Franklin Myers penalty. We'll forget the special teams and pin it all on Zach Wilson. Oh, I've had enough of them. Let me see Mike White. Let's bench him. Good for the Jets and Salah, at least, to come out and put that to bed now. I mean, he shouldn't have had to, but it shows you how embarrassing the media and the fans have become here after one bad game. Because everybody's upset again that the Jets got beat again by the better head coach. You don't like it? Hire a real head coach. Then at least you could level the playing field there. Then we'll find out what Zach Wilson's about. Right now, if I had to ask you, do you trust 1,000% Robert Sala's the right guy and LaFleur's the right guy to make the most out of Zach Wilson? Or to get the most out of Zach Wilson? How could you say yes? Salah's a good defensive guy. It could be the next Rex Ryan for all we know. And again, I like Robert Sala, but he's just as unproven as Wilson is. And the mistakes from his team that he coaches with the penalties are just as bad as Wilson's interceptions. Let's not make it like Zach Wilson is finished. And you guys, we've all now determined that, hey, you know what? After that game, Wilson's toast. Time for a new quarterback. It's overreaction. And I understand it to a certain extent from the fan base who's frustrated and annoyed. Level heads should prevail here over the coming days and then in a few weeks. Zach Wilson is better than anything we've seen from a Jets quarterback in a very long time. At least in my estimation. This is not Sam Darnold where you have one good game and you think, oh, wow, here we go. This is going to be the guy. It's different. Matter of fact, I'd rather have Zach Wilson and his arrogance and knuckleheadedness than I would Sam Darnold who was way too nice to be an NFL quarterback. Way too nice and not any good. Wilson's got the mobility, elite escapability. He's got a... A, a, a tremendous arm. 
Now, he's got to be able to throw the ball with accuracy and not just float it up there like he continues to do. And he's obviously got to make better decisions. If you're throwing the ball away, which is the right decision, throw it away, not toward the sideline where a defender can get it. Throw it. You've got enough strength. It's like he's uh, frustrated and just floats it over there. And then it gets picked off. And I think that's also a byproduct of trying to do too much. Which is something he's going to have to learn he can't do. Rely on your teammates. Live to play another down. It's okay to throw it away. It's okay to punt. Play the game out. That's what Belichick does. Play the game out. But the notion that we've made a decision now and Zach Wilson isn't the guy and he can't wait to see who the Jets get next year at quarterback. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Not even one full season. This isn't Bryce Petty. Or what's that stiff from Penn State? Christian Hackenberg. Give him a chance, for goodness sake. And before you write him off, think to yourself, are you sure that the coaches are doing everything they can to put young Zach in a position to succeed? Are you sure that they're going to be the right guys for him? I'm not. Are you? 877-337-6666. Your calls on the other side, whatever you want to get into from Week 8 and the NFL. Hey, you want to do some hot stove? I don't care. Let's do it. I mean, I got five hours to fill. Your calls on whatever is on your mind. Mets, Yankees, hot stove. We can get into that. World Series Game 3 gets postponed. Unfortunately, nothing to react to there. Syndergaard gets pushed back now. He'll start a Game 5, uh, assuming that they don't use him in relief over the course of these next two days. So it would have been fun to react to Syndergaard in Game 3, but no World Series to react to. Unfortunately, the rain wreaking havoc yet again on this postseason schedule in October for Major League Baseball. And look, they, I mean, maybe we'll get into the Nets in a little bit. I watched some of that game. I mean, it wasn't much else on. I had the Monday night game on and some of the Nets came on. Both the Nets, it's always about Kyrie and KD and really more about Kyrie and the -the off-the-court crap that he continues to go through here. And it's just a problem. Fortunately for the Nets, they're able to win that game because if they didn't win that game against the Pacers last night, then Nash has to get fired. And really, you start thinking about, hey, I mean, is it ever going to happen with this group? I already have my doubts, and that's somebody who thought they were going to be better this year. I have my doubts about this team. It's always something with them. 